0: All right, welcome everybody to the Dope Therapist Academy pop-up workshop. This will stay recorded in your portal. I'm sorry, only in Facebook. I will not be uploading this to the portal. Um, But the reason I'm going live today before our regular coaching call is that I wanted to talk about ROI as it relates to... Your investment in this program and getting the best out of this program. And the things that I'm going to share with you today are going to, I believe, help you grow your mindset exponentially in terms of accountability to yourself. And I also believe that these things will set the tone for how you are going to live out your 2022. Okay. So um, let's go ahead and get started. I want to jump straight in. And so let's talk about how to get the best ROI. And so some people may not even know what ROI means and it's return on investment. And so when I invest in coaching programs, I think thoroughly about my decision. Um, The way that I even think about investments that I want to make next year, whether it is things that I have to do with my time and or money, whether it be for my house and or my business, I am really focusing on what my goals are at the end of the year and then I work backward. I reverse engineer it. And so I have, I'm gonna honestly say I have never made an investment that's four figures and up just by being trigger happy, if that makes sense. I am really intentional about the things that I need in my business at that time And the only time that I will say that I've invested more so into mindset tools is if someone has exposed me to something that I've never heard of before. And it really pricks me into thinking like, wow, this is why I can't like join that online course. This is why I have not in the past been able to have enough confidence to believe that I can get the most out of this program, if that makes sense. Okay. So ROI is you to me, putting in the work with whatever you signed up for, in this case, it's Dope Therapist Academy, and you believing that you're going to get a return on your investment which is directly related to the goals that you have set out. So example would be, and this is like an outlandish example, but when I was in my graduate program and the doctoral program, and they went around the classroom for us to introduce ourselves when we were in our first year of practicum, which was our second year of our program, I thought it was really interesting that when our professor, which was also the dean of the program, when she was asking us, you know, what do you wanna do after you finish the program? Some people's responses were, I want to open up a bookstore and I'm like a bookstore, like meaning why are you here? Why are you investing your time in six figures? You know what I'm saying? If you don't plan on getting anything back outside of entertaining yourself, I mean, you can go work at a library and figure out, I think maybe with some business techniques, how to open up a bookstore, you can go work at Barnes and Nobles and figure that out. Just move up to the manager. That might be a lot, you know, less time than four years. Okay. So, we are in the right place because I am going to break down nine. Yes, I said it. <laughs> nine ways to get the best ROI in DTA. And then, of course, I'll break down a little case study for you. OK, so um, number one is you sign up for the program to get, I'm thinking, access to the coaching. Right. Not just access to, oh, I got access to the portal, but access to the coaching calls, whether that be live and or recorded. So when you are able to, of course, with schedules, attend the live coaching calls, I would strongly encourage you to do so. Now, one thing that a lot of people don't understand, especially if I am this program, it's their first investment into their business at a higher level, meaning dollar amount. Some people may think, oh, my private practice is going to be up and running no matter if I just started or if I'm revamping. My private practice is going to be up and running. She said 40 to 60 days. Well, let's reframe. Let's go back. Program is Dope Therapist Academy, How to Manifest a Profitable Private Practice, Foundations Framework, right? Which means that I'm giving you the content. I'm giving you access to the coaching calls. I'm giving you access to the Facebook community. But I'm also giving you unlimited access, which means that I already know as a professor and I believe that everyone in this program already knows as a once college student, you don't just get everything on the first run. If you did, why would they make you get 3,000 hours to get licensed? Why would they make you go to school one to four years? Why would they make you do all of this paperwork to learn how to do treatment plans and intakes and learn the updated DSM? If they just thought it was going to take you 40 days. So I really want you to think about that. If you found yourself, especially if you're an alumni, or of course, this cohort is pretty much halfway done. I want you to really check yourself, check your ego, because your ego will stop you from having a profitable business. Facts. Okay. Because some people are so stuck on, she said 40 days, she said 40 days. But if this is brand new information to you, just like grad school was, With learning theoretical orientation or even heck still some things, if you learn evidence-based practices that are very new, how long does it take you to develop something into a habit and then make it part of your daily uh, business or life? Research shows it takes you 10,000 hours. So let me ask you, have you invested 10,000 hours into just marketing your private practice, right? Because some people are so quick, like, yeah, I want to learn email marketing. I want to have a book. I want to launch a book. I want to have an online course. Have you invested as much energy and time that you did perfecting your craft as a therapist? Have you invested that same level of effort and commitment into your business? So if this is your very first business full-fledged coaching program, not just something you buy for $27 and you do the little downloads, I'm talking about like a whole program to like build or rebuild your foundational methods? Have you done at least 3000 hours that you took to get licensed, right? So that's something to really, really think about. And I'm really hoping that you are, Oh, she coming for me. I am, I'm coming for you to be successful. I'm not coming for you to be a mean person. I care about y'all. So if you see my voice start to like get a little preachy, that's how you know I care. Okay, so number one is attend the coaching calls. Number two, review the portal. Okay, review the portal. Create your business plan, create your framework, have your ideal client written down, do the contest even if you don't want the gift, right? Create your automated system when you get there. Fact of the matter is, some of y'all need to come back to DTA five times over. just to let the information stick. Why for some of you? Because you're not fully here on the first cohort. Why for some of you? You may be in the first stages of heck, just opening up a business checking account. Some of y'all may just be trying to clarify your ideal client and you're so stuck in your mind in terms of it got to be perfect, it got to be perfect that you didn't miss the whole train. Nothing is going to be perfect. Go practice. Okay. So number one is attend coaching calls and or watch the replays. Number two is review the portal and do the work. How can you expect to, for example, apply the things that you've learned in your CBT course and under, I mean, not in undergrad, but in your grad program, but you're not going to, you know, internship sites to practice. Let me ask you, if you needed therapy in this season in your life, Would you go get a therapist that says, oh, I did all the coursework, but I didn't do no internship. What? You ain't been supervised? You haven't been given feedback? That equates to you ain't did no hours. You haven't practiced on a real human being. Oh no, you're not about to practice on my life. So why are you practicing on your business the same way? Your business brings about the next level of abundance in your life. Think about that, right? And if you're not up for the challenge, then that means you don't want to be a business owner. Facts, okay? And I think that sometimes when people get into programs, I've had some students, you know, we have the seven-day guarantee and I do the seven-day guarantee just to give people a sneak peek to doing the Dope Therapist Academy assessment, looking at the portal, um, showing up to the mindset call at minimum, right? At minimum, showing up to the mindset call, we at least give them access to that. And what I find is that, when I look at, you know, because we still ask, even though it says no questions asked to get a refund only in the first seven days of the day that you purchased, right? When we do that, we still will ask, like, you know, we're going to process a refund a day if they fall within the seven day period. But just curious, what didn't align with you in the program? You know, we, we want to know because we also want to know what to get better at, especially if it relates to how I describe and explain what people are getting out of the program. And I kid you not. And 2021 alone, it wasn't that many. It was like literally like three people that asked for a refund. But what's crazy is, and that's good stats, by the way. What's interesting and crazy is it was the same reason. But they didn't say it, but it was like inside the paragraph, which is they recognize that, oh, I'm, I'm staying at my job. I'm not ready for this. That's what like some people said. Some people use the time, but I saw in the long explanations You're not ready to be committed. This ain't got nothing to do with being a single parent. This don't have nothing to do with, oh, I don't know if I have the funds. This has something to do with you clearly saw something inside of you and inside of this program that you wanted and needed. But when you realize what the commitments require you to do, you gave up on yourself. You didn't give up on Dr. TK. You didn't give up on your DTA family. You gave up on yourself. So I'm sharing that with you all because clearly you're all here and we're past the seven day frame. So we your family now, like for life. But I'm letting you know that in order for you to be fully committed to your business, you have to ask yourself, Did you actually log into the portal and actually download the workbooks, not just skim on them, you know, through them on a PDF? Did you download them or at least pull them up and work them out in a notebook? Type them out on your Google Docs. Accountability, right? So number two is review the portal, right? And do your homework, right? Um, Number three, watch the replays. Even if you cannot come to the live calls, that is no excuse. Now, granted, some people truly believe that they need one-on-one coaching. But my question to you is if you showing up live and you got a Q&A portal in which you can ask me like through a Google form questions, even after you graduate, even after we having a Christmas break, you can ask questions. That is your one-on-one coaching. That would be the same thing we're doing in coaching. So I think that let me just kill this myth. Some people believe that their learning style is that they need a coach. And let me just highlight this for you. I am a very good coach one-on-one for my mastermind students, but I'll also know that breakthroughs have happened exponentially when people have a mastermind, a group, a community. Think about the way that we low-key offer group therapy to clients. What do we say? You can, you can learn from other people even if you don't want to talk. You can just sit there and consume the information. Now, I would highly suggest that you speak up because closed mouths do not get fed. I'm a psychologist. I'm not a psychic. So if you believe that you're not getting information out of the program, one of the first things I'm going to look at is, okay, is she or he attending the coaching calls or did he or she watch the replay? Because I'm going to show you how I can see if you even watch the replay, right? I told you I'm a professor at heart. I create platforms in a way that I can even if I don't say nothing. But if I get them emails, if my team get them emails, you're going to see all of this in an email, all right? So I'm holding y'all to the fire because I thought, That's why you also chose me as your coach. Some of you, some of you didn't even choose me for the program. You chose me because you like, damn, she got that fire. I know she gonna bring it to me. I am, I'm coming after you today, right? In a loving way, all right? So watch the replays, okay? Again, coaching, group coaching or individual coaching, the biggest difference, I'm gonna be real with y'all, is that you have to be fully accountable to doing the work. So just like therapy, I told y'all I lay clients off because they don't want to show up and do the work. So what I've done with one coaching client, only one in my last like 10 years, right? Is that if I'm telling them to do something based off of what they say their goal is and they come to each session saying, oh, I didn't do it. Or they got a different damn idea. Why are we coaching? Why are you spending $5,000, $10,000 for us just to review what I told you to do last time? This shit ain't working. I don't say I like that, but in so many words, it's not working. So don't be too quick to be like, oh, I want her for one-on-one coaching or I just want a one-on-one coach. No, you don't. Because a great coach is really going to hold your ass to that fire. And if you can't hold on to the fire, you've now wasted five or $10,000, let alone $20,000 of your money and your time. Because now I'm going to be like, yo, I got to cut you loose and you can't come back. Get it, get it right, so don't be too quick. I'm not saying that one on one coaching is not valuable. I get one on one coaching, but this year I actually don't have one on one coaching, but I know how to use my coach's community and his team, that being like our Facebook group and my other mastermind team, like my my co- my colleagues per se, I know how to utilize them to get the information that I need. Scroll down our feed there is other than probably referrals. In which we don't, you know, require people to respond back to referrals, you know, because that's not your ideal client. You're not going to respond to it. But I haven't seen a post yet that haven't had comments. People are posting websites, pages, like, can y'all review my pictures? And people are giving them feedback, paragraphs. So you want one-on-one coaching, but you got over a hundred people willing to pour into you. But have you asked any questions if you're stuck? Okay. Got that? Cool. All right. Number four, attend the bonus calls. We strategically invite people, whether it's DTA coaches or friends of mine or colleagues or people in my network that have a good net worth. OK, we invite them to our cohorts or quarterly to come in and do workshops, not just to say we're giving you a bonus. If you strategically like sit down and intentionally like look at the topics. We've talked about wealth, creating your own 401k and looking at your money because some of y'all this was holding you up at your job that you want to leave, right? We've invited the DTA coaches. I strategically asked them, yo, what topic can you give? You've been through DTA. You've been around for a while. What topics do you know that they need? What did you need when you first joined? That's why Lori always does something about mindset shift, because this is where some of y'all are stuck. This is why Shayla does consultation, because this is what we teach in the R and in the A of our program. So I think it highly complements what we already do. And what I also know, just being a student for, hell, 25 years, plus like now being a business student, right, is that when we are around our peers, we tend to open up way more. We don't want to ask the professor so hence, I now have the ability to have DTA alumni that they would like and DTA coaches to pour back into you. And maybe you feel more comfortable asking them the questions. But I also know they haven't told me who, but they will tell me, yo, they'd they be asking questions and we'll say, why don't you bring this to Dr. TK? Oh no, Bring it to me. Like, what y'all think I'm going to do? Spank you or something? Like, come on, I'm your coach. You invested in me to give you stuff, Right. So trust, I'm going to take care of you, but I don't read minds, okay? So attend the bonus calls and or watch the replays because I know that you may not be able to make all of the time, okay? Number five, participate in your accountability groups. Every cohort around the second or third call, I'll do an all call and say, yo, who don't have an accountability group? Some alumni have opened up their accountability groups. It doesn't have to be all new students. But connect with one another. If you've stopped meeting with your accountability groups, what's going on? Even if you're an alumni, you should be talking about way more than private practice anyway. With your accountability groups. People in my mastermind to today still meet with their accountability group partners from DTA. And that says something. Because out of a group of four, actually all four of these women that joined DTA last year, they are all in the mastermind. That should tell you something. They are all having streams of income. That should tell you something. They're holding each other accountable. Your net worth is equivalent to your net work. I'm not kidding. You want to be by yourself? Cool. Rise up by yourself. But we are in also the age of 2021 going into 2022 where we're in the era of collaboration. Collaboration is key. And that's one of the things that I'm going to talk about in that CE workshop and with my mastermind students when I see them in two weeks. But we're going to do a full-fledged in-person activity. They don't know it, but they're probably hearing it now that we are really going to talk about how can you fully collaborate in 2022. Don't just put it on your list. You need to do it. And they're going to have to sign up for it while we're in Vegas at the mastermind. Okay? So meet with your accountability partners. Number six, ask your questions on the coaching calls, even if you can't make it, submit your q and I kid you not. All 2020, I, I don't know if it was because of the era that we were in. In 2020, people were like asking questions left and right. I had like three to four questions pre-submitted before the call, which meant that they were thinking about their business. They were working on their business. They were stuck. They were asking questions and they were doing their homework. And then all of a sudden in 2021, I started noticing a decrease in people talking on the calls. And showing their face on the calls. And I'm like, well, what the hell are y'all doing? Like, are y'all like multitasking? I can see if you're a single parent. Granted, you got kids, it's late. You know what I'm saying? On a Tuesday evening, but this is your business. This is your investment. So again, how committed are you to the outcome? If you decide that you want to, Have a Zoom call on your phone while also having our Zoom call on your computer. How committed are you to actually taking in the information and then implementing it in your business? If you need to watch the replay, carve out time on your schedule, okay? So participate with your accountability group, ask questions on the live coaching call and or pre-submit them. Number seven, ask questions via Facebook group. I pretty much covered that a moment ago, but you have a full-fledged community and it don't die. If I'm off two weeks for Christmas, you can still go in here and ask questions. People are still available. Okay. People are still looking for people to pour into because they also expect the same reciprocity. Okay. Number eight, review your contract. Review your contract. Some of y'all are saying, oh my God, what is she talking about? I don't even remember what I signed. So I'm going to show you how serious I am about taking full responsibility. What I did starting in 2022, instead of me just sending people a contract saying you signed up for DTA, I start putting in my contract that you signed it up to win. So I want you to show some hearts if you watching this live when I start sharing this like, oh, she coming after us today. She coming after us today. Okay? So, this is exhibit A. This is or was in your contract like the fourth page of your contract. Now the version that you saw required, if you came in 2021, it definitely required you to initial next to it because we had a lot of email, not a lot, but we had a good amount of emails in 2020. And what we realized is that people weren't taking accountability for their success. They were wanting me to hold their hand. And I'm like, oh, we don't hold hands. Mm-mm. The version of hold, holding hands that we give you is all this access that you're not taking advantage of. I can see when questions come through. I can see who comments, right? So exhibit number A, Dope Therapist Academy coaching package member agreements. You are a member, a family member of our community. First one, I take 100% responsibility for my actions to follow the steps and actions as outlined in this program. Hence, get your butt on the coaching calls. Watch the coaching calls if you can't make it live. Ask your questions. Highly suggest meet with your accountability groups and do the work. Show up for alumni calls. You need a refresher. Second, I will take the responsibility to ask my coach for any help I need in order to understand and take action on all the necessary procedures, paperwork, phone calls, and actions to be successful at my goals. Procedures, log into the portal, do the work. Paperwork, build your private practice or revamp it. Phone calls, hop on the coaching calls. Call your clients back. And actions, build your business, right? Next one, I take 100% accountability for my actions, my attitude, my desire to want to succeed and teachability. Meaning you did not show up to this program believing that you knew it all because if that's the case, you should have never showed up. I say that in my webinars, right? Like if you feel like you know it all, don't be in here to be nosy and just ask for a refund. Don't do that, right? So in order to reach my financial goals, don't hit me with, this program ain't helping me make money because I'm going to hit you right back with, I'm, I have no problem refunding your money if you in that first seven days. However, let me just ask you, did you log into the portal? Did you, and I'm going to outline everything and then I'm going to snapshot what I see. And I'm going to show you that in a second because I hit you with it in a loving way, all right? I agree to stay committed to this journey. We are not running sprints, people. If you thought you were about to build a private practice in 40 days and be done with this program and never have to refresh your memory, you don't have to hit up you know people for help, you can just build and, and, and run, guess what? The more and more you run your business, the more and more you're gonna get clear on who you do and don't like to work with, your pricing, getting off insurance panels, getting on insurance panels, collaborating with people in DTA, right? We don't do soliciting, but you can still collaborate. You can still connect with people outside of the Facebook group. So are you fully committed? Ask yourself. Some of y'all out of 100%, you know damn well, even if you joined this program last year, you are not even fully committed to your business and you've been part of our family for a year and a half. Some of y'all just joined here four weeks ago and you you stayed, you got out of committed as soon as you logged into the portal and said, wait a minute, I got to watch all these lessons. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. I agree to play big, not small, and believe in myself, just like we do as a therapist. Guess what? I'm not walking faster than you. I'm going to hold your hand, but I'm not dragging your ass down the path. If you don't want to get to the exit, I can't make you. But if you tell me, yo, this is the success that I want, I'm going to say, okay, do all these things and then come with me with your questions and I guarantee you I'm going to be able to help you from the information I provide, but I can't help you if you ain't even did your work. So after someone, let's just say, cause we've had way more than like 50, right? It'll last like three years. Hit us up and say, you know, I need help. I need one-on-one coaching. I thought that this group coaching program was gonna be able to help me in all these things. And I'm like, what did you do? And more importantly, what haven't you done? And I'm not saying that to minimize that our program, I believe our program is good. Clearly we got hella testimonials. So I know that it is good. And I know my private practice is popping. It's been popping for 10 years, right? I know I've had a group practice popping. I know that I've delivered some epic results with other clinicians across this country and their private practice is popping. So something is working. But you know what else is working? Them. So if people hit me and say, you know, I'm not getting a lot of the program, I'm gonna hit them with that woop woof. Yeah, I'm getting hood on you. I'm gonna hit you. Show me some hearts if you watch a lot of you, uh, like, dang, she is coming for us today. So this is what I'm going to do. This is what my team does, but I do it too. Like, okay, they're not getting that, out the program. All right. Or they are struggling in a program. Oh, shoot. You know what? Let me go on Kajabi and what cohort are they part of? Okay. They part of last May. Let's log into maybe the first portal they got access to, or maybe they just joined in September. Let's go log into the portal. So I'm logging into Takesha's portal because I got a portal, y'all. So this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go in Kajabi. I'm gonna click on all people. I'm gonna type in your name. And then it's gonna show me everything that you have access to, right? So then I'm gonna click on products. (gasps) Oh my gosh, it shows me your progress. So if I gave you access on October 8th, To DTA manifest a profitable private practice, and it is November 1st, and we have moved into this week framework part three, but granted, you may still even be on part one. That's cool, right? But you showing up saying, I ain't getting the clients that I want. Oh, now we're talking about reach and automation now, but we ain't even hit automation. So let's see how far Takesha has gotten in her program. Damn, she ain't did nothing. Or maybe all of this is full. She didn't did. She didn't reviewed all this stuff. Did the pre assessment? Did the unleash her boss, which should have been mindset trick right there, right? But oh, let's just say oh, she unlocked the bonuses, but she ain't. She she opened. Let's just say she opened a framework, but she ain't made it to like none of these like reach. But reach is where the bread and butter is of what she's asking for. So my comment would be, I'm more than willing right now. We're going to refund you your money, but I just want to let you know, we took it, you know, and I snapshot it, see the picture below. I just want to let you know, we did see your portal and it looks like you haven't made it past the assessment, but I noticed that you said that you're struggling with pricing, clarifying your ideal clients, and you just don't get this consultation process. So let me ask you, were you heavily relying on the coaching call? to give you all this information because we break all this down in the portal with the actual lessons. And it looks like you haven't unlocked it yet, which means that you haven't finished Blueprint. (sighs) Do you know, I kid y'all not, I am not kidding. I have never, every time that I come with that snapshot, whether it's DTA or any other program or even um, things that I've done outside of like serving therapists, every time I send that snapshot, even to my college students, it's like uh, crickets. I don't get not one email back. Some people do email back and say, just keep me in a program. I'm just going to try harder. You know what I'm saying? You know? And then some of them say, nope, I'm not ready Refund me my money. Okay, cool. But I just wanted to let them know these are all the things that I want them to look at to be accountable to them once they leave DTA. Does that make sense? All right. So review your contract, and then we view, like I mentioned, this is number nine, we review your, we check your progress if you're saying that you're stuck because we need to make sure that where you're stuck at matches what, what work you've done. And what we have found with some students, even my college students, I have found that they're stuck because they haven't even read the book. Your portal is your book. Does that make sense? Okay, so I'm going to recap and then I'm going to hit y'all with this good case study. Right? That's not a therapist, but it's a client. Okay. So, the best ways to get ROI out of DTA is attend and/or watch the replays of a coaching call. Review the portal and do the work. Um, watch the replays, attend bonus calls because we chose the topics for a reason. Um, participate in your accountability groups. Ask questions during live coaching calls or pre-submit them. Ask questions via Facebook. Review your contract because I hold you accountable. I hold you to that fire. And number nine is: We check your progress. So if you're telling me you're stuck or you're telling my team that you're stuck, we're going to go review to see what you've done to see if that equals where you are stuck. And then we'll give you feedback, even if you choose no longer to participate in the program. So let's talk about accountability as we wrap things up. Right. So I'm going to name him. Boy R. When I met Boy R, he was 15 years of age. Now he's like 25, right? When I met him when he was 15 and I worked with him for a few years and then we went more into like mentorship because of the community program that I was a part of, we were able to with objectivity switch him into another way of mentorship versus therapy, okay? And that can happen. Like as long as you're objective, there's no rules, you know, we don't go based off of old ethical principles. Like you can't have different types of relationships with people as long as it's not subjective and as long as it's in the best interest of the client. And this person was like past the mental health stage, but during (laughs) the mental health, I was working in the facilities, but at that time I was working in the community. Okay. So what ended up happening is this kid had, you know, he was dealt a bad deck of hands. You know, we meet kids like that. We may have been that kid. Right. And, um, granted he did not really have a choice of like the mindset that he was fed As a child, which, again, could have been some of our story. Right. But I believe at some point when you're given multiple resources and you're given multiple opportunities to expand your mind and uh, see things that you never thought was possible, you now have a choice to decide if you want to continue down route A or do you want to sneak peek and start itching toward, you know, route B, even if it may be a long marathon route at least you're receptive, right? So I'm not going to go in detail with all the things that we exposed him to, but let's just say I did link him with people that had the same history as him, like that were in church, that were gang members in prison, and now they're youth ministers, deacons, just so that he can know that people are relatable and that he can make it out, even if he's been to jail, you know what I'm saying? And so we did all that linkage and, The things this kid would say was like mind blowing in terms of me knowing that he was consuming the information like you're consuming the information in DTA and he was actually starting to apply it. Right. So then I believe he reached a state of fear. And I want you to let me know if this sounds familiar. Right. He reached a state of fear. He was 12 credits away from graduating from high school or units, whatever you call them. Right. I think credits. And he took a year. To like get serious about these credits. So I said, let's go to a school meeting. You know, I'm gonna go to a school meeting with you, your IEP, whatever. And we were in the car, and I, you know, you know people when you've been around him, but he starts shaking his leg and I'm like, yo, what you nervous about? And he was like, nothing. And I'm like, let me ask you a question. Cause I've been wanting to ask you this question for like the year and a half that I've been serving you, <laughs> you know, in this program. And so I asked him, you know, I'm gonna use the word scared, but I know, you know, you a boy, you know, you're a young man, you know what I'm saying? Y'all like the word scared, but like for real, like, what are you scared of? Because these people are like, this has been the best IEP process that I've probably been a part of ever. And they are all in for you, but you're not all in for yourself. Like, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know where you live and all that kind of stuff. What's going on? And he didn't say anything, but I can tell he's about to cry. And I said, oh. And so I decided to be his voice of reason. And I said, you know what I think? And he kind of looked at me because he had his hood on, you know, in my car. And um, I said, you know what? I think that you're scared of success. And he took off his hood with tears in his eyes. And he was like, huh. And I said, does that like hit you a little bit? You know what I'm saying? And he was like, can you tell me more? And I said, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I think that you have told yourself and people have fed into you, your homies or whatever, your OG homies from the hood. Some people have fed into you that this is all that you're capable of. But here I am, this little lady, therapist lady that not showed up dress casual with some Jordans, a sweater, and some true religion jeans, and I done blew your mind from Compton telling you that you can be more. I've done small things like, but it's big to him. Let's go to lunch. And I'm gonna treat, I'm gonna make you act like a young man. I'm gonna uh show you how to treat a young lady. Because whatever your homie's doing, it ain't working. These little girls you attracting. You know what I'm saying? And so you're gonna open the door. Not my car door, just the door to Fat Burger. We're going to go different cities, not that far, y'all, like maybe 15 miles, but we're going to go to different cities and we're going to go to lunch. And when we first went to Friday's in Compton, right, he was a little nervous because I think, you know, he was safe in the neighborhood, but I think he was just a little nervous to be like out of jail. And he said, I want to order. He told the waiter, we kept getting the same waiter every time we would go like once a month. He was like, let me get a cheeseburger. And I said, yeah, no, you're not ordering a cheeseburger. And he looked at me, the waiter, I said, can you come back? And so he was like, I can't order a damn cheeseburger. I said, no. He said, why? This ain't therapy. I said, it's therapeutic. We are focusing on getting outside the box. That became me and his phrase, like our trademark. You are going to step outside the box today. And we are not about to eat like a tamburger. If you the hood, eat from Compton, you know what Tam's is. It's like the burger spot on the corner that's never been done over open 24 hours. Not no more. You know what I'm saying? But they been open with your school bus. I get fries there for a dollar. Those kind of places, right? I said, we're not at Tam's. We're not at Louie Burger. We are at a restaurant. So what I need you to do is I need you to move away from the burger. And I need you to just order something else. I said, you like shrimp? Shrimp? That costs a lot of money. I didn't ask you how much it costs. Do you want shrimp? I mean, damn, we didn't go to Ruth Chris. You know what I'm saying? How much, like, order the damn shrimp. Order the sizzling shrimp with cheese, with a chicken, right? So bottom line is, those are the small but big in his eyes things that we were doing to expose him along with giving him tours to like private schools in which they had like ways for him to get in the back doorway, but legally for him to get his scholarship paid for, right? So bottom line is, You can be exposed to all these things, but if you're not ready to receive the blessing that you're in front of, you're not going to see results. So don't blame the little guardian angel or family DTA angels that are in your face trying to pour into you and you sitting here saying it's not working. That is a lie. Because the end of the story, and it ain't the end end because it's not a cool ending. But let me tell you what happened that really stuck out, which is the reason why I wanted to share this case study. We did all this work. He was this close to getting off juvenile probation. He was this close to getting his 12 credits. We got him into the public school of his dreams in the 11th grade. I hooked him up with my people because I went to Compton High. He went to another school in Compton. It's only three. But he went to his school. Now, we knew his homies were at that school. So what we did is I hooked him up with a basketball coach because I played sports in high school and I still knew the coaches that were at the various high schools. So we got him on the team. He didn't even have to try out. We got him on the team. Probation was excited. The judge was excited. They were like, damn, what are you doing with this kid, right? Two years, not the kid. Mindset, out of this world. OG homies going to his house. They watching my car like, yo, we need you in the hood. I need therapy. You, I know you work with kids, but can you work with adults? I'm like, no. <laughs> right? So like, go be 17 or something. And so bottom line is this kid and other people were seeing his progress to the point where he was recognized by the state Senate. He was getting a lot of rewards, a lot of accolades like yourself, all these degrees, all these evidence-based practices. It does not matter if you don't believe in you. So I'm going about my business and I get a magical text message from a coach that says, uh, we got a problem with your boy. Call me 911. Word, you've been in the school for two minutes, two months, and we, we get phone calls, text messages with 911. So I call back immediately. Guess what? They call me before they call his mama. That shows you the bond right there. That's crazy, right? So nevertheless, I find out that this kid has been arrested because they confiscated a very large Smith and Weston gun in his backpack. Long nozzle, <laughs> gun. Right. I'm like, oh, we take a to school. Now, do I believe it was his gun? No. Do I believe he held it? Probably for someone else. Nevertheless, that's not the point. He got uh, transported to juvenile hall. So I called his mom. I said, don't worry about it. Nobody worry about it. Coach, don't worry about it. I'm gonna handle it. They were like, damn. I said, don't trip. Then, like the compton psychologist, you know, start coming out of me. And sometimes my th- my therapy clients see this more so out of a loving way. Low key, what you seeing right now and how I'm like doing my hands. I don't like do the whole clapping, but the kids will know when I'm pissed, right? Because I will say nothing, but I will give them that mama look, like, "No, the f you did, right? All this work we done, you gonna throw it down the drain?" So. Because I still had pool at juvenile hall, because I knew probation, I knew my supervisor was still there. I knew the head of probation. I was on, uh, like uh, staff that day. So I just called the main line. I didn't even call mental health. I'm like, this ain't no mental health matter. This is a serious situation. So I called them, and, um, I basically asked them, can I come visit the kid? I work for this program, but I used to work there. I just need to come visit him so that I can take it back to the team. Cause he had like rap services, whatever. And so they were like, for sure. And so probation, my supervisor said, it was my old supervisor. He said, uh, do you want me to tell them to tell him that you're coming? I'm like, oh, no, don't tell him nothing because I don't want him to start making up all these reasons. Think about all the reasons that you make up as to why you can't do your homework in DTA or why you can't go open up that business checking account or why you can't raise your prices. I don't want you to have time to think about none of that soon as you tell me this is what it is, I want to come at you with that fire and love into you. All right. So (laughs) probation walking him up. Probation says he walking up. You want us to tell him that you're here? I said, no. They were like, what kind of therapist are you? I said, don't worry about it. So I hid low key behind the door to the point where he couldn't see me, at least when he hit the corner. So probation walked him in. The kid was like, do I got a mental health appointment or something? Like I just got here like two hours ago. Right. That's how fast they called me, like five minutes after the arrest happened. So I hit him with that corner. Right. I had on like a hoodie, a jean jacket, jeans and tennis shoes. I was going to see some other kids and projects. So nevertheless, I hit that corner. And I'm like, what's up? Tears immediately. Why am I sharing this? The tears hit because he knew he was not accountable to what he said he wanted when he disclosed his goals to me and to himself and to his little brother, and to his mother, and to his sister, and to his probation, all these people that believed in him, he knew he had let them down. So I want you to ask yourself, how many people are you letting down when you decide not to take advantage of the investment that you've made in yourself? Nobody asked you to be a therapist and want a private practice. You did that. You did that, right? So bottom line is, this kid started crying. And this, this is me being a coach to him in a therapeutic like way, right? Probation said, you need me to stand here. I said, no, you can leave and close the door. They got a window. And he was like, okay, miss, what's your name? I'm like, Dr. Jackson. It's cool. I used to work here. Like, cause I didn't know him. I'm like, it's cool. And the probation, of like, is let her have her time. Up with this kid or whatever so they closed the door and he kind of just had his back like looking like what the hell's going on in there and so but I'm calm and collective so it threw my kid for a loop because he knows how passionate I am about his success so he's sitting here crying and I literally sat back in my chair like I'm sitting back on the basketball line or whatever waiting to get in the game with legs open whatever and I'm like are you done and he was like big six six, two hundred and eighty 280 pounds crying, right? And I said, are you done? And I hope that y'all can really see why I'm sharing this story with you, okay? Show me some hearts or put a comment in the box or a one in the box if you're watching live, if you see why I'm choosing to share this case study with you. Accountability at its best. You have access to a coach, you have access to someone to pours into you, you have a whole community rooting for you, and you decide not to go hard for yourself, right? You decide to take the gun to school. Right. And so bottom line is, yes. Right. So what ended up happening is I said, are you done? And I said, so why are you crying? And this is exactly how I'm sounding. So like no affect. I said, why are you crying? He was like, because I I let everybody down, you know, And like he just became a kid kid. Right. And I was like, I don't think he he never had heard this from me before. Because usually I'll say, well, you know, but I, I like cushion it. I ain't catching this shit. So I was like, yeah, you did let me down. Yeah, you did let the course down. Yeah, you let your mama down. Yep, you let your little brother down. Yep. So why are you crying? He was like, and then he was like, you know, what?" I feel like he started making up stuff. He was like, oh, well, these are the rationales y'all give as to why y'all don't invest in y'all business. Why y'all don't invest y'all time in the investment that you already got? Why you don't invest your time if you in a mastermind doing your digital products, doing your launch over and over and over until you tweak it, until it works. Your fault, not mine. I'll give you the tools. Go do the work. So he started going on and on about how he's not giving this, you know, a fair chance and where he lives at and his mama. And I said, listen, I ain't walked in your shoes. But the last time I checked, I grew up literally one mile from you. I'm not a boy. I didn't decide to join a game. But have I been threatened by gangs? Yes. Have I been in front of a drive-by? I ain't been shot though. Yes. Did I have to sleep on a floor because they doing a whole like, uh, like damn raid next door and people shooting? Yes. Did I have on the wrong color? And this boy walked up to me and then I saw a gun pulled out? Yes. Have I walked over dead bodies and just went about my business because I'm traumatized, but I don't know it? Yes. Was my father in jail? Yes. Was my mother, my mother, a single mother? Yes. What is your point? You had a choice just like I had a choice. I'm not saying that our lives were the same. I may have more, have more choices, but I've given you way more than enough opportunities to not do what you did. I don't give a damn who had the gun. The bottom line is you the one that got caught. So now we're talking about your decision-making skills. What kind of friends do you got? What is your circle like? We, I talked to him about circles of influence. These people are the average of what you're going to become. You're going to be six feet under, or you're going to be locked up in prison. Or you can live the life that I'm painting you. Which one? Get outside the box. Your OGs are more than willing to help you. Then he had the nerve to say, well, if I wasn't living there, guess what? I done told him plenty of times. I don't give a damn if I move you all the way to Temecula or Timbuktu with people who don't look like you and who Caucasian. The hood will not be removed from you. If you don't want it to be removed, you will take it with you. If you want to smoke weed, it's coming with you. If you want to do meth, it's coming with you. If you want to bang, you're going to always get on the bus into the metro and come back to the hood on the weekends. You will bring it with you. So don't tell me I wish I was living somewhere else. That's bullshit. If you can't get the mindset that you can get right now, because I've seen you do good, then you for sure ain't gonna make it out. Cause you're gonna be lost. You gonna feel out of place. So why am I sharing all this with you? I'm laying it out for him because at the end of the day, I told him I don't have no empathy for you, and I'm not sympathetic to your situation because you've been given ample amount of time to fix this and to want better. I said, so wipe your damn tears. I'm about to leave. I see you in court. And I come visit you on Friday. Go Wipe your tears. Go journal with something in your room. Ask them for a pencil. I approve it. Well, I have them approve it. And you better write this shit out. Scripting. <laughs> all right. And so he was like, all right, all right. And so I gave him back to probation after like 20 to 30 minutes. Probation was like, is he good? I need to do a mental health hope." No, He fine. Put him back in his jail cell. Give him a pencil and a sheet of paper, if y'all allow that. i see you in court. Bye. <laughs> he was let go. Judge gave him another chance. Unfortunately, where is he at right now? Serving a life prison sentence. I'm not gonna go into that. But let's just say there was another two year stint. that your boy did good, had a job, multiple jobs, did well. But he kept saying to me, I'm living double lives and I can't get out. So if that, and I, at one point I said, if that's the mindset you want to keep, that's totally up to you. But I'm letting you know that I don't believe that I showed up on accident. He actually had a choice of two therapists in a rap program or me because it was unheard of for an outside rap therapist to continue to be a therapist because it was two referrals made at the same time. And guess who he chose? Me. And He chose me by default for a, ver- for a reason. And then he was like, I never knew this is what I was going to get. So put, put a one in the chat box if this resonated with you and you know you need to be more accountable to the person that you need to become to have the outcome that you want in your business and in your lifestyle, period. All today is talking about is accountability. So the bottom line is DTA is not a leasable program. I don't lease you the program and take it back. Some of y'all acting. I've gotten emails from alumni like, damn, y'all ain't listening. And I'm being 100% real. Are you not listening? I've said 5,000 times, you have unlimited access to the portal. Now, if you are choosing not to open up my emails, if I choose to like change the domain name or something like that, open up your emails, okay? I'm not saying you got to come to every single coaching call, but participate if you need a refresher. We don't lease you programs. We give you unlimited access. As long as you are operating within integrity of your payment plan and you finish paying it off, it's yours. It's yours. Now, the last thing that I will say is, you know, there are a whole lot of places that lease you information. Now, have you emailed them and asked for a seven day money back guarantee because you didn't you signed up and realized you you didn't want it? Prime example, grad school. They leased you to teachers unless they're a mentor. Oh, you can't hit them up. Mm -mm. They have like 20 more cohorts of students. They don't have time to have a conversation with you. You leased them. You leased CE workshops with your ability to ask questions while you were there before COVID happened in person. You leased the opportunity to ask questions because you were in your head and you don't want to ask a dumb question. I feel like this comes up in DTA all the time. And because we are in another cohort, you may feel like you can't come back to ask a question because everybody going to know you're an alumni. Who cares? Ask the question. And if you don't want to ask it verbally, submit it. Okay. Also, your license leases you access. They get you prepared. You get licensed. And then the board don't want to hear from you. They just want to give you your paper and your card and, and be gone. Go do your business and best of luck making money one day. They don't show you how to operate a damn business. Their goal is to get you 3,000 hours, get you fingerprinted and keep your CEs to get licensed and pay that $500, if not more, every two years. All of these people have leased you access. And I want you to ask yourself, if you've invested, whether it's DTA or something else, not even my programs, have you invested in anything? I don't care if it was $10 and you're like, oh, this didn't give me the return that I thought. Well, did your grad school program give you everything you thought? Did you go back and ask for their money back so they could revoke your damn degree? No. You need to dust off your books if you didn't sell them back and go read them, right? That's why we give unlimited access to DTA. So being successful is a choice, right? And let me just be clear. Money, status of parenting, and your job is not an excuse. There's plenty of times I see babies on our call. That's sometimes why the moms can't be on the video. I respect that. But what I don't like is if you set up a babysitter or you got money for a babysitter and you choose not to have good time management skills, You can watch the replay. Stop telling yourself you have to be live. That is a narrative that you are telling yourself. I used to tell myself I'm not good at standardized tests, but I'm licensed. I'm licensed. That test was not a joke. But I realized during the second time that I failed, I recognized the narrative I was telling myself that I had been telling myself for the last 20 years. Stop telling yourself lies. It has gotten you to this point and now you're stuck. It's not working. Okay, so it's really all about being fully committed. I don't wanna hear from nobody's mouth moving into 2022. I don't have the money. Everything I'm doing, I'm starting to do like get on this text list. I'm gonna start giving y'all information. I'm even gonna drop the price to those masterminds in 2022 way early. Some of y'all, it's gonna freak you the hell out because you've never seen an investment beyond your degree. Yeah, you invested in DTA, but you may think, damn, I got to invest again? Last time I checked, they didn't teach you scalability and creating Black Friday specials and email marketing. That's not tied in grad school. That's not even tied in your CE workshops. Hello? So, I have a 10-month program. What I'm choosing to do, because a lot of y'all didn't even know that the spots were gone, because y'all just got exposed to me. It's cool. So... What am I going to do? Because I like doing live events. I like the energy I have. I love the energy that I attract. The right people, of course. That's another thing I'm going to start dropping, like who I'm looking for to show up for the live events. Take action people, not lazy people who just want to say I showed up and take a picture, right? Be real. I want people who are ready to sign up to get the ROI, meaning they got their laptop in session. This is the type of student that I was with my coach. She's sitting here doing a lesson. We done took a break. I'm like, oh, I got a sale. They like, damn on what? Oh, that thing you tied earlier today on our lunch break. I sent out an email. Boom, got a sale. Boom, got three new members in my tribe. That's how fast action I am. And students who you see me doing testimonials all the time, that is the difference between them and you. So if you're trying to do the comparison, they are taking action and maybe you are not. And maybe you are. Go at your pace. So it's not about, I ain't got the money, save you money, stack up to money. If you can't go to this one, go to the next one. I don't know when the next one's going to be, but after this one, this is probably the only one for next year. I'm only doing like a series of like launching them one time and that's it because I commit to DTA students, another group of my students, which they're in a membership. And then I'll also cater to my mastermind students. They get the most of my time. So don't tell me it's about money. Don't tell me it's about parenting. No excuses. No excuses. We've had single mothers come to our mastermind in Vegas for three days. We've had people bring people with them. I bring my husband and my son with me. I have to pay for these things. I have to pay for daycare to still happen and he's not there. It's a loss, but damn it, it's a win. Because I can get way more out of being present for my clients than I can paying $300 for daycare. My husband, while I'm teaching, can go in the room. This is what we do in Vegas. When he comes for the mastermind, Avery's coming to the mastermind. My husband, actually, we're going to have somebody else come and help. She's going to take him to some aquariums. That's educational. Learn about some fishes today. Learn sharing is caring. Go to the jumper house today. Do your little stuff on YouTube, right? Make it happen. No excuses. None. Okay? So, you attract what you think. Remember, you attract what you think. So, how am I going to go out on y'all? I hope you love me today. I still love you, right? Is remember you attract what you think and how you behave, such as friendships, collegialships, like professional relationships, partners, boyfriends, girlfriends, spouses, best friends, and your clients. So let me ask you: if you want to attract profitability in your business into your lifestyle and you want abundance, how are you? putting that energy back into yourself first. What you put out, you get back. If you are constantly focusing on what you're not getting in a program and not looking at what you're actually getting, this is why you're stuck. If you're constantly focusing on, I wonder why, because I had this happen um, when we did evaluations at the end of a cohort. Three people said out of a cohort of like 20, I really thought or I wish that I was getting one-on-one coaching. One, never said that. Two, is that what you were focusing on the whole program? How intentional and attentive were you to the lives? Did you ask questions? Because I can go back and go, look, I'm not saying I had this conversation with the clients, but I take your feedback very seriously. And this actually revs up me to go live more often to pour into some of our students who need that extra push. Some students are really good on paper, like you can do the work, but reason why you're stuck is because of your mindset. Okay. So. So. If you want your clients to graduate from treatment successfully and you're pouring into them, they need to do the work when the session is over. Coaching is the exact same reciprocity process. How would you feel if a client kept showing up and they don't want to do the work, but you see their potential? I think you'd be pissed. I think you'd be highly pissed. So this is where. My passion comes from. This is where you see me starting to talk with my hands. My mastermind students saw this. They'll tell you in the beginning of this year, by the third month, they start slacking off on stuff I was asking for, such as their end of month report. So if they're watching, you better do it. It's November 1st. This is the last one for the year, but keep doing it even beyond this, right? End of month is doing a recap. DTA has it. It's called DTA Number Mastery. I believe it's in starting in portal number three. Maybe in portal number two. Now I probably moved it up. But bottom line is, I, in a loving way, went in on them at the beginning of this year. And what they told me when they came at the mastermind in May in Vegas, I said, what changed from like February, March to now? Because some of y'all have had exponential growth when I'm looking at these numbers and you know what y'all been doing in your business. They were like, yo, that, <laughs> that Facebook group, I felt like you was coming for me. I said, "What? Well, you know. Probably was, you know. So I hope that you all appreciate my stern and loving voice. And I'm gonna drop the mic with this. You don't need to like me for me to help you. You didn't invest in me for you to like me. And you didn't invest in me for maybe, I love y'all, but I mean, I, I had never had a student that I don't like. But what I'm saying is clearly, when I even don't like my therapy clients, I'm still going hard for the outcome, period. And they're going to know that if I have to terminate this process because they didn't do their job. Or for whatever reason, people don't show up back to the DTA community if they need a refresher. All love. You got the resources. I'm going to put it in your hands. And it's up to you to decide what you're going to do with it. All right. So I really hope that you have enjoyed this pop-up session. <laughs> okay. Um, comment on the bottom. Um, let me know your feedback, especially if you watch it on the replay. And just to let y'all know what I'm doing as well. So the podcast listeners will hear this, this is very raw, is I think I'm gonna go ahead and upload this to my podcast because a lot of the things that I'm referencing are mindset shifts that people need to have even before joining DTA. So I didn't really know how everything was going to unfold as I was talking and like you know looking at my notes. And you know where my passion was, but I really feel like people that are interested in growing a profitable private practice and business and mental health, regardless if they join my programs or not, I believe this is information they need to hear. Wouldn't you agree? So I'm gonna go ahead and publish this podcast sometime in November. and. Let me just do an outro for the podcast, but I love y'all on Facebook. Um, On the podcast, if you have enjoyed this episode, please let me know by sharing this on Instagram. Um, Make sure that you get on my text list by texting me at 310-388-8603. Text the word abundance if you want to get daily business texts Monday through Friday. I also will be texting our community to see if anyone is interested in joining me on that mastermind. Now, just to let you all know, the mastermind link will only be sent first to the people on that text list. Then it will be sent to the people on my email list. Then if there are spots left, it will be sent to the people on Instagram. Okay. So there are a total of 16 spots in Vegas. We're going to have two different rounds because the way that the room is structured, just so you know, it, it seats 12, but I really like to say, Eight to ten people because I never want people's back to be toward me and I want people to spread out in the conference room Um, And then when we're also getting up doing activities in the other part of the like, It's a one-bedroom suite with a conference room. I also want you all to be able to spread out too So that's why I don't ever do the whole 12 Hence, I still know that people you know need this information So for vegas we really are going to split up the group because I really love that space because that's where we've had our previous masterminds now There's also some chatter about me potentially going to New York and with New York, I can actually have 20 people in a room. And so you will get the exact same information. You will get the exact same transformation, the exact same value, but still it's the question of closed mouths don't get fed. Are you going to ask questions? Because I was just in New York this August and I said, we're going to do hot seats, right? And if 10 people to raise their hands, I would have figured out a way for everybody to get their hot seat in. But what's crazy is nobody raised their hand to be in the hot seat. So I literally had to pull from my DTA students in in the crowd to say, you, come on up here. I know you got a book coming out. You know what I'm saying? And so if that's what we need to do in New York, that's perfectly fine. But also know that you will learn plenty about hot seats when you hear other people speak. All right. So yes, I'm glad to talk out a whole word. If you're listening to this on the podcast, check us out. DTA will be enrolling again, starting in the January of 2022. We are going to roll out how we let students into DTA a lot different. So that information will drop soon. DTA students, we are wrapping up, but I will still be in Facebook until December 15th. And then of course we will start again in the new year. And I got some big news about that too, in terms of how coaching calls are going to roll out. So I will see my DTA family tomorrow maybe on a coaching call for those who need information about automation and looking at your documentation for your private practice. And then if you're on the podcast, I um, hope that you thoroughly enjoyed this episode and I will see you in the next one. Bye everybody.